You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Good morning. Good morning. Good day. Hello out there all over the planet. If it's good, if it's morning, if it's night, if it's afternoon, we're uh, we're excited that you're with us here at Morning Breath. This is a uh, podcast radio show. We want to get in the Word of God together, and uh, today I have some friends in the studio with me. I am Pastor Brian. I am one of the staff pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and it's our honor to, to just look at the Word together. And so across the table from me, I have uh, Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Excited to be hanging out in the radio station with you, and or the radio studio, studio. With you and Nick. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. I can't believe June 1st. Like, come on, summertime. Yeah, it's, it's summer. Hurricane Kids are season. almost out of school. They would have normally been out of school by now, but, you know, something called COVID happened, and it changed the school schedule a little bit, but they're coming out here this week. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know if it was it COVID. Is that why it's later? I, yeah. I thought maybe they shifted the summer last summer or something. Maybe. Anyway, it's June Just 1st. Just blame it on COVID. Here in Florida, if you're not in Florida with us, June 1st is the uh, start of hurricane season. That's yeah. like when they oh, yeah. when the storm chasers like start chasing storms June that's 1st. Fine. So um, hopefully it'll be a, a calm and... Uh, We'll be safe. For all those people who decided to move to Florida this last year, they're going to be like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Make sure you got them shutters or something, right? Some plywood. Plywood's expensive now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nick, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Awesome, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, would you tell them about how to get on the show here, or how to get connected and do the things here? Absolutely. The easiest way is through our app. It's just titled East Coast App. You can get that on the, the Google Play Store or on Apple, and where you can go to our website, which is eccc.us, and you can go there for information, events, past sermons, morning breath episodes, anything you ever want. You can also follow us on social media, which on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, just look for East Coast Christian Center. If, or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we'd be honored to either email or even mail out a Morning Breath devotion guide or any information you might want on East Coast. Yeah, the, the heart of this is that you'd get in the Word of God on a regular basis, yeah. on a daily basis, study the Word, and just, you know, listen, maybe tune in and go, hey, what did yeah. God breathe on for someone else? Maybe God would speak similarly to you, and you'd go, yeah. wow, I didn't see that, or man, that's... Wow, I, I didn't know, and uh, I, I think the Spirit of God is, is good that way to to point out things that would uh, encourage us and build us up, and it is true that the Word of God will change our lives, and we want that. You know, I was thinking about uh, the—we just had a, you know, I don't know what you call it, a single? Is it called a single that released out to the uh, yeah. app stores and all yeah. the places? Uh, this is Jesus, which is a, a worship song written in-house at the East Coast Christian Center. If you're looking for things out there, while you're looking for a podcast, or you're looking for stuff, you can yeah. look out on the in all the ways that you would get music today, whether that's Spotify or— uh, all the I don't know all the Apple, places Apple yeah. Music Spotify whatever it is yeah this is Jesus uh, search this is Jesus East Coast Christian Center and uh, great great song and yeah. it will encourage you and it is something that uh, you could just you know be built up by as well and so that's exciting we're excited for our team here that you know produced that and put that together and I think Nick had a hand in that Nick you in on that Mm-mm. what what no. <laughs> we'll Nick, give him credit Nick hey just take credit Nick just be like hey that, yeah, yeah I did it yeah I did something I mean you you looked at it or something yeah right? I listened to it yeah, he listened to go. it listen helps to us it. in plays good good stuff good stuff Nick plays on our worship team and does a lot of things uh, production around here and yeah. sound things and I don't know we're, we're excited to uh I don't know. See where that goes. You yeah, know, it's, it is exciting. We've we've produced other things over the years, and this is a, this is a fresh and exciting. So yeah. Anyway, let's get into the Word of God. We're in First Samuel chapter two, and uh, you know, yesterday would have been the beginning of a of a new book, and uh, there's a lot going on here in Old First Samuel. So uh, we're going to jump into it. I think there are. Let me see. This is uh, there's a lot of verses in this thirty six verses. Yeah. And we jump right in the middle of a story, and so I don't know. Do you want to get me started, or do you want? How do you want to do this? Yeah, one? I'd love to get you started, and then you want to just. 
you know, have me take over at 18? Just yeah, a nice I'll read clean the first, break. First 17. Get All me right. started. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. All right. First Samuel 2. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. Boast no more so very proudly. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and with him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty are shattered, but the feeble gird on strength. Those who are full hire themselves out for bread, but those who are hungry cease to hunger. Even the barren gives birth to seven, but she who has many many children languishes. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and rich. He brings low. He also exalts. He raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ashes, from the ash heap, to make them sit with nobles and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he set the world on them. He keeps the feet of his godly ones, but the wicked ones are silenced in darkness. For not by might shall a man prevail. Those who contend with the Lord will be shattered. Against them he will thunder in the heavens. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth, and he will give strength to his king and will exalt the horn of his anointed. Then Elkanah went to his home at Ramah. But the boy ministered to the Lord before Eli the priest. Now the sons of Eli were worthless men. That's a bad That's a bad statement about some people. But there now the, now the sons of Eli were worthless men. They did not know the Lord and the custom of the priests uh, and the custom of the priests with the people. With any man was offering, when any man was offering a sacrifice, the priest's servant would come while the meat was boiling with a three-pronged fork in his hand. Then he would thrust it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot. All that the fork brought up, the priest would take for himself. Thus they did in Shiloh to all the Israelites who came there. Also, before they burned the fat, the priest's servant would come and say uh, to the man who was sacrificing, Give the priest meat for roasting, and he will not take boiled meat from you, only raw. If the man came, if the man said to him, they must surely burn the fat first and then take as much as you desire, then he would say, no, but you shall give it to me now, and if not, I will take it by force. Thus the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for the men despised the offering of the Lord. All right, verse 18, New Living Translation. But Samuel thought he was only a boy. But Samuel, though he was only a boy, served the Lord. He wore a linen garment like that of a priest. Each year his mother made a small coat for him and brought to him when she came with her husband for the sacrifice. Before they returned home, Eli would bless Elkanon and his wife and say, May the Lord give you other children to take the place of this one she gave to the Lord. And the Lord blessed Hannah, and she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. Now Eli was very old, but he was aware of what his sons were doing to the people of Israel. He knew, for instance, that his sons were seducing the young women who assisted at the entrance of the tabernacle. Eli said to them, I have been hearing reports from all the people about the wicked things you're doing. Why do you keep sinning? You must stop, my sons. The reports I hear among the Lord's people are not good. If someone sins against another person, God can mediate for the guilty party. But if someone sins against the Lord, who can intercede? But Eli's sons wouldn't listen to their father, for the Lord was already planning to put them to death. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew taller and grew in favor with the Lord and with people. One day, a man of God came to Eli and gave him this message from the Lord. I revealed myself to your ancestors when they were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt. I chose your ancestor Aaron from among all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer sacrifices on my altar, 
to burn incense and to wear the priestly vest as he served me. And I assign the sacrificial offering to you, priest. So why do you scorn my sacrifices and offerings? Why do you give your sons more honor than you give me? For you and they have become fat from the best offerings of my people, Israel. Therefore, the Lord, the God of Israel says, I promised that your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priest, but I will honor those who honor me and I will despise those who think lightly of me. The time is coming when I will put an end to your family, so it will no longer serve as my priest. All the members of your family will die before their time. None of them will reach old age. You will watch with envy as I pour out prosperity on the people of Israel, but no members of your family will ever live out their days. The few not cut down, cut off from the serving at my altar will survive, but only so their eyes can go blind and their hearts break and their children will die a violent death. And to prove that what I have said will come true, I will cause your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, to die on the same day. Then I will raise up a faithful priest who will serve me and do what I desire. I will establish his family, and they will be priests to my anointed king forever. Then all of your surviving family will bow before him, begging for money and food. Please, they will say, give us jobs among the priests so we will have enough to eat. Amen. And is that the New Living? What? Are, what? Yeah, New at? Living. Wow. I'm reading from the New American Standard. I got some. I got some different, uh, different. Uh, I guess translation of some of that stuff. But um, you know what stuck out to me? You know, along the way, there's a lot of there's a kind of a lot of hard things. It starts yeah. out with you know with Hannah just being excited about you know God doing some things in her life. But you know, it actually says that Hannah's song of Thanksgiving to start this chapter of like you know super thankful like on the yeah. front side of that, but then kind of gets into some of the. I don't know the darker things of the family here, and yeah. um, you know, I, I was I was intrigued by this line. There's a line in verse 35. It says, "But I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who will yeah. do according to what is in my heart and in my soul, and I will build him an enduring house, and he will walk before my anointed always." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I read a verse like that, and I go, "God, how do I get that set of me? Like, yeah. I want to be that guy. Like, you know, like yeah. you look at these things, and these guys are making mistakes. You know, they're they're selfishly, you know, getting grabbing from the pot with a fork, you know, yep, doing the things and the women. Yeah, there's a lot of Ugly stuff going yeah, on here in this family, right? power, yeah. But God says, "Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to raise this up. Like this is what it could look like. Like, yeah. and if there is, if there's anything that I've learned in ministry of you know encouraging people that are struggling, that are you know dealing with sin, dealing with you know issues in their life, if there's anything that I've I've learned is, man, give somebody hope that there could be better. Yeah. Right? Like, and when I read this, and I'm like, man, there could be better. Like, yeah. God, God's actually giving them a picture of what's possible yeah. in this family, right? Yeah. That He's going to raise up something that's going to be a faithful that's priest, good. I right? Like that. I want to be that guy. Like I look through here and I'm like, man, they clearly these guys knew what they were doing. They weren't they weren't heeding their dad's voice. They weren't yeah. heeding the, you know, the yeah. encouragement of people Caution in their life. Caution was there, guardrails were there and they were just blowing them off. Yeah. And and I'm like, God, help me to be that guy in 35 that is a faithful priest who would do according to what is in God's heart and in his soul. Like I want that. And I know that the only way to do that is to have great accountable relationships around me that I got to heed the voices around me. There's voices in my life that are healthy and good for me. And I've seen people go off the rails, like just just go and do some really crazy things at times. And I'm like, how did that happen? Isolation. Like many times it is. It's it's isolation. It's like pulling away. It's not heeding the voice that's a trusted voice in your life that you've, you know, 
you've heard the truth from, that you've understood, that you've seen things from. And so, you know, as, as a pastor, that can even sound like controlling on some level, like, oh, the pastor just wants control of people's lives. I really don't ever want that. I don't want control of anybody's life. I'm trying to control my own life, you know, and even that I'm not good at. I need, I need help from, you know, great voices in my own life. But you know what? If, if I could give any good advice today and you're out there going, man, I don't know. I don't know about that guy or that person who's telling me this or telling me that. You know what? If it lines up with the Word of God, yeah. you probably ought to just heed that and go, yeah. hey, let, let me just keep walking. Let's faithfully look at the Word of God together yeah. and grow in that. Because, I mean, there is, there's actually good stuff that happens in the presence of many counselors, right? Like, yeah. like we can actually succeed when we do that. Or we can end up doing some real crazy stuff. Absolutely. And the voices that you've heard and known to be good for you. You just start tuning out and you start yeah. shutting off, and that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, when you're off on your own and isolated, it's so scary. And we, we've we seen this example anytime we've watched the Nature Channel, and you see that you know even these strong animals that can survive, when they get away from the pack and they're on their own, they're immediate target of the enemy. Yeah. But when they're in a group, you think of a gazelle or you think of these you know, bison or different things that are off, and they can survive when they have a group because there's strength in numbers. Yeah. But when they're alone by themselves, the enemy is going to immediately go in and they're vulnerable. And so yeah. be reminded of that. I love verse 26 because it's a foreshadowing of someone we know about named Jesus. Yeah. It says, meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew taller and grew in favor with the Lord and favor with people. Yeah. And that's exactly what they said about Jesus. And I, the first time I heard that, you know, years ago, I'm like, I want that for me. Yeah. I, I don't want to just grow in favor with God and have people hate me too. Like, I know that Jesus says, blessed are you when you're despised by many people for my name's sake, and that's okay. But also, we we do work in our community. Like, you and I are involved in various ways in the marketplace, and we're known in our community. And I want East Coast, and I want our name to be like, you know, that's a good person. And yeah. they're, they're doing something in our community and making a difference. They're not just out there with their hands open, trying to see what we can get. On the other side, we try to have a reputation of how can we bless our community? How can we enhance our community? What can we do to make a difference? And that's a reputation I want to have. But also, I don't want to just be looking for praise of man is I really do need to grow in favor with God and like know that my daddy God is proud of me above all else. Otherwise, you can be seeking after just approval of other people, and that's insatiable. You'll never satisfy that. Is we, we say here at East Coast often is that everyone has a God-shaped hole that only he can fulfill. So, you know, if there's something going on, here's Samuel, and he... He doesn't have a, a earthly father in this instance because you know he was given up to the temple to be able to serve. He's got yeah. Eli serving in this role, but he's got to look for you know someone who's like approval. Yeah. And you can chase after that, but know that that God is proud of you and He wants to say, "Here's this person that grew in favor with God and favor with man." Yeah, you know the the value of having favor with men is that your voice matters, right? Yeah. Like we're in a we're in a culture, we're in an era today where everybody's got a voice because everything can be out there in social yeah. media world. Like you could say anything about anything and get it out there fairly quickly. Yeah. I mean, you could post a video and you could have a thousand people you've never met before watching a video of yeah. this or that, right? Or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. Yeah, depending I mean, on what you could be. Is, you know, yeah. overnight you could be this you know YouTube rock star, you yeah. know, um, and everyone has this space for their voice to matter, right? But Really, what you want is your voice to matter when it counts, right? Yeah. Like to have a voice that just shouts from the rooftops all the time that, yeah. you know, you start to get tuned out. Like it, it really does matter. Like you, you grow in wisdom and stature before God and men is what, you know, what they said about Jesus. Like I want to grow in that. Like I want to be that place, but I also 
know that that happens with like we were just saying about being a faithful servant. Like be a faithful priest, a faithful servant. Just be faithful. Like if you every if you have an opinion on everything and it's all over the map, you know what your voice begins to get tuned out. It's more important, I believe, for you to sit back and go, "You know what? I'm going to I'm going to actually faithfully just keep doing it. You know, there's a, a Matt Keller's a pastor on the other side of the state of Florida here. Uh, pastors of Great Church, Next, Next Level is the name of the church. And he wrote a book, and um, the book the book basically is of this theory, that you just keep running the ball up the middle. It's a football analogy that you just keep plowing ahead. You just got to keep, you know. A couple yards at a time. Put the ball in the fullback's hand and let him just run, right, yeah. and just run. And, you know, in ministry, a lot of times it's like we forget that the actual, the steady that just keep doing it, they keep running. And maybe in your family, you're like, man, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of picking up those clothes on the floor. I'm getting tired of cooking dinners. I'm getting tired of going to work every day. I'm getting tired of, I'm tired of, and tired of. And I would just encourage you, you know what? Be faithful. And in that faithfulness, there's a blessing in that. And you are building something. You are growing in something. And, you know, I've had this conversation with my kids recently about, you know, man, just school. We're kind of at the end of the school year here, like you said, and we're almost done. And you can just get tired. You can just get like worn out of going, man, I just got to keep going to school, you know? Well, summer's coming. That's a good sign. But you know, there will be a day where you'll be going to work every day, right? And going to work isn't always going to be pleasant and perfect and just exciting every day. And you just got to keep being faithful. Just yeah. keep doing it. And you know what? In those moments of the of the normal, of the average, of the everyday, God wants to do things in the normal and in the average, in the everyday, that is showing something to a community or to people around you, to your family, to your friends. That's steady, that faithful. Just continue to do it. I would just encourage you to just keep doing it. Don't yeah. don't quit now. Don't yeah. go weary and well-doing. That's good. Going back to verse one, honestly, is this is that celebration of Hannah's prayer of praise. I love this. It says, my heart rejoices in the Lord. The Lord has made me strong. Now I have an answer for my enemies. I rejoice because you rescued me. Yeah. And I think really knowing where your strength comes from is if you give him all of the glory. I think you shared this in the past with Pastor Keith, who's our youth pastor here from Merritt Island, is saying that when you take credit for all the good times— mm-hmm then you got to also take credit for the bad times. Yeah. But when you give God all the glory, no matter what, then it's like, hey, Lord, this is you. Like when it's great, when I'm on the mountaintops, it's you. Yeah. When things are kind of, the wheels are falling off and things are going sideways, hey, Father, you're with me through yeah. this whole thing. As I'm not trying to be, oh, look what I did. And I, I love that analogy. And it really just... It's refreshing to me to think about, God, this is all you, is I trust you. My strength comes from you. And even in my weakness, you are strong. And so thank you, Lord, for your strength through all of this. And it's not just dependent upon me. If it was, then why would we need the Lord? Like, if you look through the whole account of the Bible, you're going to see that, you know, God, God wants the glory. And that sounds weird in some ways. We're like, well, does he have to have it? No, he doesn't have to have it. But you could see the accounts is, let's give glory to God that it was so obvious that he did this. And it's not just by our own pulling myself up on my bootstraps. I made this happen. That's a natural. That's America. Come on. I did this. And it's like, no, that's a dangerous place to be. I want him to get all the glory and honor. Yeah. You know, I I love the idea of stopping and just thanking God. Like, Hannah's doing a good job here of just stopping and thanking God. How many times do we do that in our own lives? Just stop and go, man, thank you, Jesus. Like, like we don't we don't have a concept, I don't think. Like our our 
eyes can't see, our ears can't hear, our mind can't conceive the love that our Father has for us and how many things we've radically been blessed by or prevented from walking into or been steered you know, in a direction. We don't even know. We need to do this stopping thing and go, hey, hold up, hold up. Let's give thanks for a bit. Let's give thanks that I have an incredible family, that I have an incredible wife, that I have incredible, you know, kids that are growing up like like Samuel in the house of the Lord. Like my kids, my kids want to be around the house of God. Yeah. Like they might be, you know, at bedtime, it may not look pretty all the time, but you know yeah. what? They are hungry they for, want to certain, be in for the other house. things, right? They oh, want to yeah. be in the house of God. Like I should It's the best it. day of the week to them. Like <laughs> I get so blown. I was talking to Pastor Matt about it last Sunday as our, our daughters, you know, Salah's 11, Adeline's nine, running around and literally could not have a bigger smile. It's yeah. like they love being in church. And I told him, I said, man, what a blessing versus the contrast. Like imagine if we're dragging our kids, like yeah. my my wife, Anne Marie, that her parents physically picked up her brother and put him in the car mm-hmm. and picked him up, carrying him arms and feet into church. I was like, well, that's a great way to make him one. And I'm not criticizing them. At the season of life, he needed to be in church. Yeah. But I'm like, what a contrast. Sorry for interrupting you. I just get fired up thinking about our kids loving to be here. Yeah, you know, I, I, I could imagine that there's some folks out there that are listening to the show that are like wrestling with us. They go, my, my kids aren't there yet. Yeah. You know, and I would just say, continue to put out the goodness of God, continue to show them faithfully yeah. how good our God is yeah. and stop and thank God for what you do have. Right. Yeah. Like, like I, before the show, we were, we were talking about a memorial that I did yesterday afternoon and you know, there's challenging circumstances yeah. in people's lives. Like, yeah. like I, I'm, I'm confident somebody listening to this is really going through it today, Absolutely. but you know what? It could be worse. Yeah. It could be a lot worse. And yeah. you know what? I don't know. You might go, no way. This is about as bad as it gets. You know what? You're still breathing. You yeah. still got air. You got a chance. Thank you, Jesus. We're still doing it, right? Yeah. Let's keep going. Let's not let's not lose sight of, you know, it's God who brings the increase, right? Like we were talking about, like, you know, I can't take credit for all the good. I don't want to take credit for yeah. all the good because I know it isn't of me. It's yeah. God who's doing these things. Yeah. And I, I just need to stop and celebrate sometimes and go, wow, God, you are good and you are faithful. And I haven't done it all right. I haven't. I've been I've been these these boys over here that yeah. have done it wrong. Oh yeah, me like, too. I've been there. Yeah. And I'm still there sometimes. Mine called like, them scoundrels. And yeah. I was like, Yeah, I, I've been there. You know, now the sons of Eli were scoundrels. I was like, that was me. Yeah, that's that's a tough that's a tough statement about somebody's character and about their life. You yeah. Know? But you know what? We've all been there. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. And so we look on that and we go, Oh, that's terrible. Well, you yeah. know what? If we're not careful, we could end up right You don't have to stay there, too. Yeah. Yeah. You can get out of there. You could end up back there. Yeah. You, this is not that far off. Sin is not that far away yeah. from all of us yeah. all the time. The enemy is real and wants yeah. to steal, kill, and destroy. And if we're not careful, if we're not careful to be faithful and literally heed the voices around us, I'm yeah. going to go back to that. For me, the greatest impact in my life are some of the men that are around me regularly telling me, dude, you need to knock it off. Yeah. That that's really not smart. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Right. Like, or hey, that's a great idea. Like, go with that. Keep like, doing that thing. And, yeah. and you might be out there going, man, I'm doing it alone. I need people like that in my life. You know what? There are places for that. You need community. Yeah. community. Get into a life giving church that lasts. Like that's exactly what I want to say with our kids is they want to be a part of a church that's life giving. So yeah. get into one. We we'd love to have you join us here. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back in just a minute. Yeah. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right. Well, welcome back from the break. We, uh, we're going to close this out. I, I was looking at a verse, verse 29, and um, it reminded me of, a, of another New Testament verse, right? Like, this is Old Testament. This is early on in Scripture. This is First uh, Samuel 2, 29. says, Why do you kick at my sacrifice and my offering, which I commanded in my dwelling, and honor your sons above me? And it goes into this, you know, it's kind of in this, like, really checking somebody's heart and what are you doing, right? But it reminds me of, of Saul and 
what we know as Paul, who wrote, you know, a large chunk of the New Testament. And, you know, he gets knocked off his high horse and he's like, why do you kick against the goats? Like, it's a very similar thing of like, why are you fighting against the call of God in your life? Yeah. You know, like, why, why, why are you doing this? Yeah. Right? There's got to be, there, do you realize what you're doing? You know? And, uh, I would just I would just encourage you if you're out there today and you're like you've been resisting you've just been kind of fighting it and you're like man I know I'm supposed to be doing X Y or Z I don't know you put I can't put the label on that on all the things but if you if this would speak to you today and hey why are you kicking against that thing like why are you fighting that thing you know you don't you're not supposed to be fighting in that battle yeah. right you're supposed to just pull back and it, it could be let's say it's in your marriage maybe yeah. you're fighting your spouse and you know you know what it's not this like sinful like it's not this just broken thing but it's just another thing to battle about yeah. you don't have to there's yeah. actually a grace to walk in the goodness of god there's a grace to move away from that to just turn and go the other way and so it doesn't have to be some radically bad sin issue over there but you know what listen let's, let's heed the voice of god you've been hearing it you've been hearing it Let's not just keep fighting. Stop fighting and actually just rejoice in the goodness and the blessing of God. Let's rest in that. There's Life's actually peace, right? Yeah, absolutely. Scripture says that, that his burden is light, his yoke is easy. Let's rest in that today instead of all the fight and all the struggle. You don't have to keep the struggle going. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this with us. God bless you guys. We'll uh, talk to you real soon. We'll talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.